0: Thank you for joining us on Feed the Crew. If you haven't already, please subscribe and follow us on Facebook or Instagram. If you have any feedback, if you'd like to be a guest or suggest a topic, go to our website, feedthecrewpodcast.com. If you love the show and want to support us, you can do that at buymeacoffee.com forward slash feed crew. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Feed the Crew. Today, we're going to do something just a little bit different. We are going to hear from Yaya Trejo. She is a production manager and logistics coordinator Ooh. and a fellow podcaster from Mexico. Uh, now, how this is different is that Yaya sent us her story. So this is a bit more straightforward. In fact, it's very straightforward. And it's not interactive. But I think you're going to love it. So let's jump right in. Yaya's is going to tell us
1: about herself. Hi, everybody. I'm Yaya Trejo, and I've been uh belinda's production manager for six years and i am logistics coordinator at h power where we install electrical networks and red power generators for some festivals like vive latino corona capital hell and heaven Baidora, tropico uh, to name a few and also i'm a coordinator of logging and food in festival Cervantino. And sometimes I am a stage manager in corporate uh, events with Bro show. And well, I've been working for almost nine years in Mexico's music industry. Did you go to school for what you do? Um, well, not exactly. Uh, I studied communication and journalism with uh, radio specialty. But when I was in a college, I started working at a radio station where we produce concerts and I remember that I had no idea about how to do a concert because I had to organize the bands and have a general writer so they could play so I took a workshop in a company called showboxing and this workshop was about just even production and that helped me a lot to get into this industry. And obviously over the years I have learned more and I have uh, continued taking workshops trying to know a little more about other areas like audio or electricity. Tell us your first job ever. Well, when I was 12 years old, I had my first formal job as a supermarket packer. (laughs) Since then, I like to work under pressure because I spend my mornings at the supermarket and afternoons at high school. I don't even remember when I did my homework. How did you get started in this industry? It all started when I took the workshop of even production with Showbox uh, because after that, I continued with the concerts at the railway station. But after a year, I received a call from the company and they asked me if I could uh, help them with the hospitality at the music festival. And I said, yes, but what do you need me to do? And they answered, just attend the artists in their dressing rooms. And I said, okay, sounds easy. And I started there. And, uh, and it was amazing. It, it, was, it was amazing because the magic behind uh, a show got me. And I worked with them for three years as a production assistant, and I learned a lot of things besides technical things. I learned uh, how to treat your staff, uh, how to do a good assembly and disassembly, and not die to try it. After that, I was a production assistant to in press, um, producer of shows and special events. And there I learned many things about audio, ground support, video, backline, but especially audio. Uh, I remember that I loved going to the warehouse that was full of cables, microphones, and consoles everywhere. <laughs> a friend of mine taught me uh, how to roll up a cable and I worked with them for a year. Then uh, one day I sent Missy B for a production assistant vacancy uh, to work with a famous artist here in Mexico and I went to the interview where they asked me about a technical writer, providers, uh, about how I would resolve certain situations and they were a bit surprised because I answered the technical questions. I mean, that a woman knew about that and they named me the writer's girl. (laughs) And I got the job, like assistant production. Later, I was to manager until the moment I realized I have already covered all areas so I was promoted as a production manager. Did you have mentors along the way? Yes, of course. Karina Arcuri was a great mentor and she's the CEO in Showboxing, and she worked many years in Ocesa. Uh, I learned with her to be very organized and have a lot of discipline and the, gold, the golden rule was not to drink a drop of alcohol while working. And also my friend uh, Carlos Rosanov was my mentor. Uh, he taught me how to treat and communicate with clients and have a lot of patience. And on the other hand, Nacho Pergreen has been one of my best mentors particularly uh, because he was one of the first uh, to trust me. Uh, he used to tell me, yeah, yeah, you have two hands, two feet, can you see, think, uh, what else do you need? So go out and show them what that you are capable of and let's go, do it. So he's a person who is always one step ahead and in any situation. So he told me to have Plan A, Plan B, Plan C, for everything. Tell us about some of the challenges you faced. I have two stories. The first uh, was when the microphones of the artists with whom I was on tour disappeared. And no one knew where they were. And I had to start the show without microphones. And I remember the stress and pressure of that moment. Uh, It was uh, a terrible Loss and a very difficult task to notify the provider and my office about the robbery because the microphones were, uh, were valued in more than 150,000 pesos. And the second story was in a concert in Jalapa, Veracruz, uh, where I had uh, 50% of lights working and the signal was cut off we had a generator working for everything but the place was full and the public was furious to see the artist. Uh, that day was also stressful. Uh, we almost had to cancel the show and I think even though I was worried sick uh, I needed to keep calm for the sake of the team um, I think that's one of the most important things about being the head of a team. Always remain calm because you are everyone's support and the one who needs to resolve.
0: Tell us how the pandemic of 2020 affected you and, and how are you doing?
1: Um, I'm fine. Uh, when the pandemic began, I decided to spend some days with my mom. Uh, because in this job we don't have too much time available to be our families you know and I was very happy <laughs> because I had time for myself so I started to take guitar lessons to exercise to have healthy diet but there's no money enough so I joined the family business in addition to receive my payment thanks to my boss at Hpower. As a company, it has been very difficult to survive this pandemic. Uh, At the beginning, we decided to lower our salary to keep receiving our payment. And to this day, there are very few of us on the payroll. And honestly, although uh, we already have a vaccine, for our industry, I think we still have a long way to go to get back to what we want in the way we are used to. What have you learned from this experience? Definitely uh, have better financial management and look for regulation in our workplace uh, like Social Security or benefits. And Many colleagues have done an excellent job Job trying to make uh, our sector visible to the government, so that we have rights as in a formal job. But in my case, uh, acceptance and patience have been with me since 2020. Uh, I have learned to enjoy every day of my life. Uh, I think that's what I think that's what this pandemic left me with. I was used to roam from one place to another without appreciating basic things like eating or a hug. I hope that when we return, our mentality has changed for better because no one is better than anyone, and our work is the result of teamwork.
0: Do you have any advice for the next generation of folks in our industry?
1: Definitely. uh, Believing yourself is the key that will open doors for you. In addition to studying and learning as much as possible, uh, surround yourself with people you can learn. Uh, There are many old school friends who share their knowledge and never left with you doubts or suppositions and ask about everything and ignore that they think of you. But especially uh, work on what you like. No matter how many times you have to start, the important thing is to know where you're going. I believe that the future is now with everything that is happening. From streamings, drive uh, concerts and live shows or events with minimum capacity. Um, the future from my perspective is going to be the same as it always has been. And people went crazy for an artist or a show, uh, massive shows with assistance records and as a show mic- maker uh, or artist, you're going to deliver to the best of you. Mm, what's next for me is getting back to the thrill of the show and energy of being able to be better in my best work possible.
0: I want to take this opportunity to thank Yaya from the bottom of my heart. This was an excellent story even though it was not our regular format, and I hope you enjoyed it anyway. And, and, in fact, I hope you enjoyed it more. Let us know if you like the format. Connect with us on Facebook at Feed the Crew Podcast or email us at feedthecrewpodcast.com. Thanks again, Yaya. My best to you, and I hope that we catch up again someday. Thanks for listening, everybody. Don't forget to hit subscribe. Check out our website at feedthecrewpodcast.com for more information, as well as links to all of our episodes, bulletins, and social media. When you're hungry for inspiration, information, friends, and laughter, join us. Join us. Join Join us on Feed the Crew.